Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons. A family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuynik, Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us on this Football Friday here in the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, but we'll start it out, talk sectional soccer, Nick. Yeah, uh, yesterday there were some good sectional soccer matchups, um, wins for Washington in uh Double overtime over Hampshire, two to one. Spring Mills beat Hedgesville in boys soccer, two nil. So that sets up a uh, Tuesday matchup between uh, Washington and Spring Mills at Spring Mills. And then in girls soccer, um, the Washington girls beat Hampshire two nil, and the Hedgesville girls beat Martinsburg three to one. So that will set up Tuesday's matchup, which will be Washington at Hedgesville for the regional championship. So um, definitely some exciting soccer going on in the EPAC, some good games last night, and uh, quality teams you know, playing for these championships because uh, the Washington boys, that was an upset in terms of record. Now Washington and Hampshire split the regular season series, but uh, a little bit of an upset there last night in terms of the record and double overtime for the Washington boys. So. Uh, sets up uh, some interesting regional finals. We'll see who comes out on top, and we'll have those scores on Tuesday or on Wednesday, I should say. Any take on soccer, Colin? Not really, since I didn't get to see it. But congrats to them, and good luck on Tuesday. All right, we'll get into some football here. Um, as uh, we'll kind of just recap what happened last night in AAA action in the Eastern Panhandle action, as Spring Mills got a twenty-nine to fifteen victory over North Hagerstown. Thursday night. Uh, did we ever figure out why it was played on Thursday night? No, and I forgot to ask Coach Sims earlier. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it probably has to do with refs because we know Maryland has the ref problem specifically because we know Rob's team had to play on a Saturday. That is true. So, in Oakdale. The odds are is that it probably had something to do with that. But uh, Colin and Nick caught up with Josh Sims here about an hour ago. Here is their conversation to recap last night's win. Uh, what was it, 29-15 to 15 over North Hagerstown for Spring Mills? We're now joined on the program by the head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Coach Josh Sims. And Coach Sims, a big win for your team yesterday against North Hagerstown. What'd you like from your squad? Oh uh, yeah, um, you know it, it, it was one of those things. We a game like we've been in all year, uh, you know, where it's going to come down to a couple drives, and uh, you know our kids uh, push through it, and and we're able to get it done this week. And uh, there in that uh, fourth quarter. Um, you know, had an offensive drive, and, you know, I think really, you know, kind of encapsulates the grit and, you know, the toughness that our kids have shown through, you know, some adversity this season. You know, we ran nine off the clock in the fourth quarter and then put together a 17-play scoring drive that kind of sealed it. So, um, you know, same thing it's been all year with our kids. You know, very proud of their effort. Um, you know, proud of the development they've made and, and just proud of their toughness. 
Coach, how did it feel to uh, find a way to win a close game and kind of close things out there uh, in the final, being on the on the losing end like you had been in some of the games recently? Oh, it felt great, and and, and it was really good to see the kids, you know, happy and you know excited. You know, after pulling out one of these games, and and you know we talked about it all year. You know, unfortunately, you know sometimes having a hard time closing things down the stretch is indicative of a, a young team. Um, so you know we were very proud to see you know the kids you know develop, mature, and recognize you know those big moments and crucial moments in games where it's like hey somebody's got to step up and make a play. You know that, that that could be you know on defense Tristan Davis getting a you know getting a get a, a big pick for us there to start the fourth quarter, um, and that obviously too could be you know the Max Andersons the Alex Eatons and the offensive line you know recognizing hey well, we got to get this fourth and one and keep this drive alive uh, and seal this thing so you know very very uh, you know uh, proud you know once again that these kids are really maturing and you know starting to understand you know the game the game of football you know to the level of hey it, it, it's crucial play time and we got to step up what can your team do to build off the win for the remainder of the year you know, just keep doing what we're doing. You know, uh, you, you know, we've talked about it a lot. You know, we're taking it day by day and week by week. You know, the good thing, like I said, was was to see, you know, for these kids to see, hey, hey, we can close this stuff out. You know, we we, we can make this this crucial play. You know, when, when when everything's on the line. So, you know, really, I think uh, what last night did work to, you know, kind of build some confidence in these kids. You know, and and, and kind of get them, you know, an opportunity to see some of the fruits of their labor. You know, that that, that a lot of that adversity and 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 you know those tough situations, um, you know, we were put in. You know, it, it it's something where you know it's made them better. So. Um, really it just kind of has reinforced uh you know what these kids have uh, you know known all season and been engaging in and that's just to trust the process of you know working hard and developing and you know eventually that stuff pays off and coach uh two games left with a chance to get to 500 uh obviously you wanted to finish the year i'm sure with a winning record and uh probably guarantee a playoff spot but an outside shot still at the playoffs too so what are some things you're kind of telling the guys through these next two weeks to potentially get to that spot? Well, we told them to start uh, Monday of last week, you know, playoffs start for us tonight, you know. So, uh, you know, the way we looked at it, you know, uh, last night against North Hagerstown was the first round of playoffs for us. Um, so, you know, this week's only a second. You know, it's, it's, it's do or die all the way from here. Um, and the kids are excited and they're accepting that challenge and, you know, they understand very clearly and, uh, you know, the, uh, the situation. So, um, you know, once again, we, uh, playoff started for us last night. So that's one down and we, we got, you know, two more, two more to go here. All righty, Coach Sims, any final thoughts about last night's win? Proud of this team. You know, uh, w- once again, we, we had a, we had two late injuries, uh, you know, hit us on, uh, Thursday, we our number one receiver went down. Uh, he got his foot stepped on, and, and, and we didn't have our starting guard. So you know, we we once again, you know, went into it shorthanded and had to you know uh, figure out some personnel stuff. And and once again, the kids just took it in stride, and it's, and it's next man up. And uh, you know, once again, uh, it, it's been very uh, it's been very uh, fun, fun. I wouldn't say fun, but it's been very uh, I guess 
kind of a pleasure to to see these kids be able to, you know, just get hit with adversity after adversity. And at this point, they're just shrugging it off and saying, okay, next guy, and, and, and let's keep going. So, uh, you know, the, the maturity and the leadership we have on this team has uh, been uh, pretty special to see. All righty, Coach, thank you, and congrats on the win. Uh, thanks, guys. That was head coach for the Spring Mills Cardinals, Josh Sims, getting a b- big victory in their quest to kind of finish out the regular season strong last night, 29-15 to over North Hagerstown, the Hubs. Uh, they are now 3-5 and five on the season with two more games to go, trying to get to that 500 record of 5-5, five and five, Cullen. Yeah, and they were able to execute the uh, same game plan that we saw them have against Martinsburg, really drain the clock, long drives, and... This time they were able to put it in the end zone, unlike the Martinsburg game. So happy for Spring Mills to get the win, and it's something to really build off of Coach Sims say because you had that loss to the Bulldogs. You had some really tough losses to Frankfurt and Hedgesville, and that, even though they were losses, were learning moments for last night's game to reverse it. Any thoughts, Dick? I was just going to say, I think uh, Spring Mills is a good football team, even if their record is a losing record at this point, or if they finish the season with a losing record, I think they've proven to be competitive, continue to get better, and continue to put uh, their best foot forward each week, which uh, is what you want to see when you're building a program. So Spring Mills, while it's been kind of an up and down year, um, I still think they have a good chance to have a bright future there and who knows maybe if they get the 500 they can get that 16th spot in the playoffs yeah we'll see as things go down further as these uh every week it seems like the next couple weeks the playoff rankings will get drastically different but that will do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more on the other side of this break, we'll preview Martinsburg's game against Jefferson and else what else is going on around the EPAC after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. And we've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. 
Jambo Construction and Fencing Company, LLC, is a veteran-owned and operated company right here in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia that specializes in decks, fencing, and hardscaping. Find us on Facebook at Jambo Construction and Fencing to see more of the projects we've completed. For a free estimate, you can call Bo Bartley at 304-268-5452 or Jamie Gall at 304-279-5053. We are licensed and insured in the state of West Virginia, and as Martinsburg alums, we say, go Bulldogs. Come out and support the Martinsburg High School football team, cheerleaders, velocity dance team, and marching band Thursday, October 27th from 5 until 8 p.m. at Coburn Field at David M. Walker Stadium for the Martinsburg Bulldog Bash. There'll be door prizes and giveaways during the event, as well as performances by the Bulldog Band, MHS cheerleaders, and the velocity dance team. Can't make it to the event? That's okay, because we'll have live coverage on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. For more information, contact Randy Brown at 304-616-0605. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today as we will preview uh, first, we'll start with the game that we'll have on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube, as well as Talk Radio WRNR, Martinsburg at Jefferson and Colin. Uh, last year, we pegged this game as the game of the year in the EPAC, and it turned out not to be. Yeah. I remember all the hype around Jefferson last year. Because both teams year, were undefeated. Really good at this team. They were both undefeated, looking really good, and a lot of people were saying. This Jefferson team had a lot of athletes that were able to compete potentially with Martinsburg in a blowout. And in that same aspect this year, you always hear the mumblings, even though I completely disagree with it, that this Martinsburg team is not as good as last year's team because of the two losses, even though I still think they are clearly the best team in the state of West Virginia. But if there's people out there that believe that this Martinsburg team is not like a typical Martinsburg team, then where's this hype still for Jefferson, who's a 5-2 and two team? Do they think that because of just the quarterback difference, because all the athletes are still there from last year, that this well, isn't a Jefferson team like it? It's confusing to me how I have not heard as much hype maybe i haven't been looking for it like i was last year and i'm completely wrong here but where is it i i would just say on that. i just remember last year we were hyping up the the game yeah. so much and then it turned out to be a dud of a game well i think metro news did make it the game of the week so there is some hype heading into this game around the state uh it could just be that it's kind of a slower week or they actually believe this could be a competitive football game and i I don't. I, I don't, haven't heard. I don't that, think though. it will. But exactly, I still think though that when you look at the EPAC schools, the only ones that I actually see competing with Martinsburg in any shot in football are Jefferson and Musselman, year in and year out, just because they tend to have the most athletes. Yeah, it's just and talent. And Musselman seems to be the one to me that has a slight edge over Jefferson in that category. So. You know, Musselman beat Jefferson by one point this year um, and held around with Martinsburg for a half. So 
based on that, maybe this Jefferson team can hang around with Martinsburg for a half, but I don't think it's a close final score in the end just because Martinsburg's just Martinsburg. Just like that Musselman game. Yeah. It was close a little bit there in the first half, and then Martinsburg pulls away in the second half. That seems to be what happened all last year as well. Um, here, Colin yesterday caught up with head coach Britt Sherman for the Bulldogs, and uh, he's here's him on the game plan, and then we'll play the next question and answer as well. Uh, but you can catch this full uh, interview on the pregame show that begins tonight at 5.30 p.m., and here's uh, Coach Sherman talking about the game plan for tonight. Well, I mean, they have a lot of speed and a lot of athletes. So hopefully um, our off-season training and, and strength will uh, help us a lot in the box. So, you know, in high school football, we've we've had a lot of success throwing the ball, but high school football is all about running the football and playing defense. So, I mean, that's, that's two things that we're going to really try to hit on tonight at the game, and uh, hopefully uh, that'll work out for us. What else have you seen from the Jefferson Cougars this year? Well, I mean, they've they've played a tough schedule as well, and and to be four and two and and setting, you know, at eleven, uh, you know, they're they're going to come out with a lot of fight, and we're going to get their best shot like we do everyone else's, and you know, their their big play potential I think is something that stands. Up. We've played a, we've played some good teams, but uh, I'd say probably next to Highland Springs, they they have the the best speed we've seen. And next, you heard it right there. Compared to Highland Springs, they have the next best speed. And I'd agree with that. But is it going to be enough for Jefferson to be able to get a win? And that, I think, is no. I think Martinsburg, even without the speed, still has the better athletes, the better depth. And we've seen it year in and year out. That's why the last time a team in the Eastern Panhandle beat Martinsburg was 2007, and it was Jefferson to do so, but it's been that long. And, you know, you talk about the depths, Martinsburg, Getting back some a couple, if not one of its guys, maybe two from week one that hurt uh, that got hurt in the week one game. As Roman Pearson announced this morning on his Twitter, after fracturing my collarbone in week one, I'm finally back on the field, excited to play again with my brothers. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy for Roman Pearson. I've been seeing him each time we've went out to the practice, uh, working hard to get back to uh, be able to play. And the last time we heard from him specifically about this was that it was looking to be the Bishop Ireton game that he was going to be back and be able to play in. But he went and revisited with the doctor this past week. He was out practicing with the team, and he's good to go. So that is huge, being two weeks earlier than what we were originally informed from Roman himself. So we'll see how much time he's actually in there tonight. I expect it to be limited because breaking a collarbone, you still want to make sure it's fully healed, but he is a tough player. We've seen that throughout his entire career. So how limited it will be, I don't know. But I don't think he's going to be out there every single offensive and defensive play. So I'm still looking forward to seeing him back out there, and it's going to be a huge help for Martinsburg, I think. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that as well. And here's Coach Hunter on uh, the Bulldogs. Well, you know, offensively, Martinsburg's uh, a well-balanced team. Uh, They throw the ball uh, extremely well, and they run the ball well. You know, the addition of um, Jameer Hunter to that receiving core uh, makes them um, really potent in the passing game again. 
Um, then you have uh, the added addition of Zion, who did, who took really great advantage of the opportunity he's been given and has done a stunning job at running back. Um, we already know that their offensive line is pretty good. Um, so, you know, offensively, they're just a well-balanced uh, machine that you know, we just got to try to get stops on and, um, you know, make make uh, Bajan um, inaccurate at times. Uh, defensively, they're just extremely fast up front, um, you know, with um, Aiden Fleming. Um, I believe his name is Rashad. Um, they're just extremely fast up there up front. Uh, Cam Shallis is a good linebacker, and then they're just going to play pressure man, man defense on you. So, you know, you just got to be able to get the ball out quick to your receivers. Hopefully our guys who are skilled and experienced can um, get loose from the pressure coverage and get open and, we, you know, complete quick short passes and uh, move the ball down the field on them and, uh, you know, run the ball when it's available for us to run the ball. That was head coach for the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter, talking about what this, how kind of potent this uh, Bulldog offense can be and what they need to do in order to uh, get a win tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a cold night, so we'll see. But it's a if warm that day, Colin. Anything? It's going to be a cold night. You know Shenandoah Junction. Oh, we I know. There. It'll be a little, it'll be really wins. windy. It'll be about uh, 45 sunsets, degrees with the like wind. It's going to be in the 40s, feel like in the 30s, so bundle up. And we'll see if that affects anything in the game. I, I think both teams, though, because there's it was no... windy last year in Pittsburgh. That's true, too. And that kind of had an effect on some of uh, Jefferson's deep passes. Mm-hmm. So it could have... I mean, it still would have been Martinsburg big, but maybe Jefferson at least puts up a few touchdowns in that game last year. But uh could definitely affect things, I think, tonight, especially since, you know, Martinsburg's a team that likes to throw the ball deep this year. Uh, Jefferson's going to have to really try to dink and dunk if they want to have success. But if you're going to have success against Martinsburg, it has come this year uh, with the passing attack. Now, Roman Pearson being back, maybe that helps the secondary a little bit. But like we said, he's not going to be at full strength probably, or full go, I should say, because you you sit out several weeks with a collarbone. I'm not certain what you can really do when you're down with that kind of injury. Yeah, that, that's actually a great wise. point. Yeah, so, and I think that was the point. Plays. I think that was the point. I I don't know if I, it was on camera or off camera, but talking to Coach Sherman, he said, you know, we might get these guys back, but they haven't played in a football game since week one. Yeah. So, it, it's a question mark. It's going to take some time for them to get back, which is good if you're going to give them some time this week. You get a bye week next week, then you're going to play Bishop Ironton the final week of the regular season. You know, maybe that gets him a lot better to go into the playoffs instead of just having one game. Yeah. Maybe you ramp him up tonight, give him, you know, script some plays out for him, potentially. Yeah, and, and tonight's better competition. Yeah. Compared to Bishop Ireton. Yeah, because how much are we going to even see him in that Bishop Ireton game? That's Hopefully a, a good bit. That'll be a question mark. How much are you going to see the starters in that game? Depending on how much they... first half. Yeah. Um... Let's uh so you can tune into the game. It's 7 p.m. kickoff. It'll be a 5:30 again pregame show on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube here. There's full interviews. Uh, Colin will get you updated around all of the pack with the uh, comments from each head coach uh, about their games tonight. But the uh, next game on the docket here in the Eastern Panhandle, uh, Musselman hosting Washington, five and two versus one and six. Uh, Musselman using this week kind of as a, a get get right week after last week's loss. Yeah, uh, should be a 
winnable game for the Musselman Appleman, I feel like. Washington, we mentioned uh, yesterday, inferior opponent, but they did get the win last year over Musselman, but, but it Musselman, was a completely different Musselman team yeah, I was last say, year. Musselman, Musselman had a completely different team injury-riddled season last year. So I think the athletes that Musselman has will be able to propel them to an easy win tonight. You're at home, so the comfort zone's there for you as well, and I expect them to win big. Yeah, I expect them to win big. Sorry about the technical difficulties if you're watching on TV10 or on TV10 on Facebook. Uh, It looks like we fixed those issues. Uh, The next game, Hedgesville at Friendship Collegiate Academy in D.C. Both teams are 4-3 and on the year, Uh, and they friendship is a fast team they've got a lot of division one prospects because they are a private school in dc uh but i think hedgesville can challenge them tonight i do too. if all their players are back if they've got healthy i didn't get a name unfortunately from coach faircloth but they got a five star recruit he said on the uh both sides of the ball up front so the line of hedgesville for offense and defense is going to have a tough night trying to contain him hopefully it's still a winnable game for them because i want to see hedgesville be in a better situation than if they would lose when it came to playoff seedings because i feel like this team can really contend in west virginia in a game like this to put you at 500 really can hurt you but if you get the win obviously it's going to help tremendously maybe even put you back close to a top 10 spot if you can win out yeah i mean i like i like the hedgesville's challenging itself this week with friendship but i just i don't think it's going to be a close game i unfortunately for the eagles i just i mean this is team that plays dematha you know they play in a really tough conference and they lost to dematha 34 to 3 i think it was and like dematha's dematha so yeah and, and that's, yeah, I mean, it's still a bad DeMatha, loss, but uh, everybody knows I would DeMatha, hope you know who DeMatha is. If you don't know who DeMatha, find some internet, get out underneath your rock and <laughs> so, look him up. Stop roasting people, Colin. I just I just don't know it's for Hedgesville tonight, but good luck to the Eagles. And it's a good thing that Coach Faircloth is willing to play these kind of games to get his team better. And that's going to make the program better in the long term but in terms of winning tonight i just i don't know i it it would be awesome i hope hedgesville goes out and proves me wrong and goes and does it uh because it would be great for them and get them probably in the playoffs at least for this week i still think they make it maybe i mean i I gotta look at their schedule and really break jefferson next week jefferson next week that could be a loss so it could be i'm trying to remember the final one for the eagles some reason it's escaping me for the Eagles, Hedgesville. Started four and three right now, which means they have three games left. Friendship Collegiate this week. Jefferson next week. I think it's Hampshire one. or somebody. It is. You're it, right. is Hampshire. it is Hampshire. Yes. Yep. So that uh, should be a win. Senior night. Yep. Yep. There we go. Teamwork. Um, let's uh, let's look around the state because a few big matchups happening tonight. Number three Huntington. Number number eight Cabell Midland. Uh, if Cabell Midland comes out and win this, wins this game, there would be a huge shakeup in the standings because then you also look at the other six and one and five and two teams number nine george washington five and two 
at number four, Spring Valley, six and one. Uh, those are two matchups that will do a lot to the top 10 in the SSAC rankings, depending how things go. If you get two upsets, according to the numbers in this game, according to the rankings in this game, it could really switch some things around. Yeah, Capo Midland has the potential. They're the ones that knocked off Spring Valley, correct? Yeah. And Spring and I, Valley beat Huntington. Granted, it was week one, if I and remember And I think correctly. it's going to be really hard for Hurricane to, to get dethroned because they play Riverside this week. Yeah. I mean, and I think like their schedule remaining, I don't think, is very hard. And that's just, you know, we see from A.R. Embert in the comments, the way that the MSAC has played, you know, there's a lot of bad teams in the league, so they're going to beat up on each other in their league. Yeah, it's it's kind of a top heavy. I mean, there's a lot of good teams too. So I think overall it's a quality conference, but anytime you have a lot of schools in the conference, there's going to be some teams that are, you know, top notch and some that are kind of toward the bottom. And and you do see that with Riverside Capital and a few others there that aren't really winning games that much, but then you have, you know, Huntington Spring Valley, Hurricane, Cabell Midland who are all playoff teams, playoff teams most years. Uh, so GW is kind of on the fringe of good or bad. So, I mean, I think overall it's a, it's a good conference, but there are South Charleston struggle this year too. So it has its ups and downs, but you know, there's no Martinsburg, I guess, but who yeah. is Martinsburg at this point? Uh, other game between two, uh, top teams, number 13 Princeton against number five Bridgeport. 4-2 versus 6-1. and one. That should be a good game as well. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You can go to Orsini's.com for more on their side of this break. We'll talk college football shepherd in action tomorrow, as well as WVU. That's after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be this football season. Join us Fridays for Martinsburg Bulldog games, Saturdays for Shepherd Rams and WVU games, and every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday nights for the NFL primetime games. We still have steak night every Wednesday, shrimp nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. So come on in and enjoy the Palace Lounge. We're located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. Now accepting new patients at all locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, Winchester, and at our newest office in Ranson. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Jesus, Colin. What's up? Gotta put those headphones on. It made a noise. Sorry. Didn't realize you hadn't had them on. All right. Welcome back to this edition of the sports mix. I just, that's all I heard in my headset. I heard was your. Rattling of the headphones. Since the headset wasn't on, I didn't hear it. Yeah, exactly. But I heard the rattling of the headset. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. We'll now transition to Shepard. We will have that game tomorrow on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube. And thanks to the good people at Westchester, Nick, for, excuse me, giving us the feed to be able to do so. Yeah, it'll be different. We'll be back here and calling the game, Travis Smith and I, and Colin will still be here as well for halftime so uh yeah how are we gonna make that work you'll just sit right here and i'll turn your mic on okay that'll work where's travis sitting over here i think mm. potentially and we're gonna like move this computer we gotta figure that out after the show today yeah we yeah. should probably like set it up yeah but um it, it should be uh fun to do that and be something a little bit different uh but doesn't really matter how we're doing the game we're bringing you the game that's all you really care about probably so uh as a listener i guess um and the rams you know versus the golden rams these are two teams that are typically toward the top of the pennsylvania state athletic conference but uh westchester's a little bit down this year they've still got a really good running game uh, but they've had some quarterback issues they got two freshmen that have kind of rotated one of them is more of a running quarterback the other more of the passer right now but Shane Dooley who's their sophomore returning starter from last year that threw 20 touchdowns and nine interceptions he uh, struggled at the beginning of the year and then I believe got injured is the reason why he's no longer the starter unless they just straight up benched him but I think that would be a little bit early to go with a young quarterback so I believe he has an injury of some sort that has kept him out so uh, they've gone to the two freshmen that are kind of rotating right now and that's caused some issues but Westchester still has a good defense good defensive line to the defensive player of the year in the conference return so uh, they're definitely going to give the Rams I think some challenges on Saturday but I would say that Shepard's obviously the favorite setting into this game should still find a way to win it'll be interesting to see if Shepard or Westchester excuse me can keep up with Shepard because heading into last year they weren't really a high-powered offense but then put 38 points on the board when they came to Shepherdstown. So we'll see if it's a similar type of game or not. Yeah, and you uh, you caught up with Coach McCook on Wednesday, and uh, you want to hit that? Yeah, let's hear from him. Coach Juan's one of the winningest coaches, and he might be the winningest coach in the Pennsylvania Athletic Conference. He's won a lot of championships, a lot of football games. He's prepared his team to play in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. They're great coaches. they got great players. We know it's going to be a challenge. It's the first time we've ever played there. So we'll have to have great focus when we uh, play, uh, kick it off on Saturday at noon. What are some things that stand out to you about their team this year? 
I, I think that they are they're really strong on defense. They've always been dynamic in the run game, and the special teams is a place they've always been strong. So they're they're good in all three phases. They're a well-coached football team. We just have to be able to be be ready to play them and, and execute and make the ordinary play extraordinary. So like Coach McCook said, you know, well-coached football team. Uh, that Again, on uh, on the schedule, this is Shepard's last big regular season challenge before uh, making it to the conference championship game. A win this week uh, pretty much puts them in the driver's seat then if they're able to beat – or, you know, they should beat Bloomsburg and they should beat East Strasburg where you could get in a situation where if you beat – Westchester this week you win next week on senior day and it's almost like an NFL week 18 type situation where you're already in the playoffs you're already in the conference championship at that point you could sit your starters I don't think Shepard's going to do this because they obviously they want the undefeated season they want to have momentum heading into the conference championship you don't see that in college football but and the opportunity of the record against East Strasburg. Yeah. Well, you have to get to that point by playing the next two games. Yeah, I'm just saying, yes. like, hypothetically. But I'm know, saying here. that since that's the projected yes, yes, time yes, yes, that yes. he breaks it, being Tyson Bajan, for those that might not know who we're talking about, I was just adding to the point that they probably wouldn't rest the starters. That yeah, you, you don't do that in college football anyway because yeah. of how the season's just set up. and You want to be undefeated. You want to have momentum throughout the year and carry that into the playoffs. But it's just kind of like something that they really would be playing that game for just records and just continuing their success uh if again a win this week a win next week but one week at a time and uh looking forward to this matchup should be a fun game i think could be uh pretty close early but overall i think shepherd's the better team and will win this game yeah 11 30 pregame tomorrow 12 p.m kickoff on tv 10 wr and rtv on youtube again thanks again once again thanks to Westchester for giving us their feed. It'll be a different broadcast tomorrow. Uh, but uh, you can tune into that at 11.30 a.m. on TV 10 WR and our TV on YouTube, 12 p.m. kickoff. But we'll move over to West Virginia. They're in action tomorrow, 3 p.m. kick, and it'll be a 12 noon pregame show from the Mountaineer Sports Network on the radio side of things against Texas Tech. Texas Tech favored in this game by six. The over-under is at set at 66. What do we think about this game, Colin? I still said take the over there, but it, I, it's a tough situation, I feel like, to really predict going to win this game. And I think that Vegas might have it a little bit wrong. I said that last week, too, because Baylor was favored, but that was only by a field goal. Texas Tech more closer to a uh, touchdown favorite this week. But I'll go with the same thing as I said last week. If WVU can run the ball successfully, which they were able to do last week, stand up on defense when needed. I mentioned, I believe it was yesterday, that the quarterback of Tech has really thrown a lot of interceptions this year. So if you can win the turnover battle, I think the Mountaineers are able to win this game. Yeah, ESPN matchup predictor has Tech being favored basically 60-40. to but both teams are three and three teams. WVU needs this win. Get momentum into TCU next week at home. Yeah. So it would definitely help and make things interesting if WVU and TCU next week get a win. 
Yeah, that would be huge. Well, again, we'll have it for you at 12 p.m. pregame and a 3 p.m. kickoff. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Camp Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, we became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk uh, Commanders, Steelers, and Ravens, which is set for this week in the NFL. What are we, week seven already? We'll recap last night's Thursday night football game that went the over. Should have hit the over last night. And a little interesting uh, tidbit comes out the other day. Uh, It's the 90 greatest Redskins being commander, excuse me, Washington players being honored. And uh, at least one former player will not be there. We'll have the soundbite on to why he won't be there. Well, not really why. Kind of talks about it a little bit. But we'll have that when we get back on today's edition of the Sports Mix back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Visit us at Orr's Farm Market, just five miles west of Martinsburg, to pick up all your local fresh fruits and vegetables. With our in-house bakery, fresh fruit slushies, and apple cider donuts, you can't go wrong. Live bluegrass every Saturday from 12 to 5 p.m. And check out all that's local and delicious at Orr's by going to Orr'sFarmMarket.com or visit our Facebook page. Orr's Farm Market. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Here's to the grown-ups. Your car is now your office. Stage. Nursery. Sorry, insuring it shouldn't be a headache. Erie, number one in the nation for highest satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience six years in a row. And with Erie, you get your own independent agent. Not a giant corporate call center or some online robot. You meet with a real person like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. Erie Insurance. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today as we get you set for some NFL action. It is, I guess, homecoming weekend for the Commanders? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. They're now they're inducting, I guess you'd call it, because they've already announced their 90 greatest players, so they're adding 10 because they do it by 10 years 
Uh, so in 2012, they added to the 80 greatest Redskins that were, at the time, the Redskins. Um, then they've added this year, they've added 10, Ryan Kerrigan, Trent Williams, Santana Moss, London Fletcher, D'Angelo Hall, Champ Bailey, Larry Pecatalio, and Stephen Davis, as well as Chris Cooley and Daryl Grant. Chris Cooley, who uh, joins uh, Kevin Sheehan, he's the host of 980's morning show in D.C., uh, he joins his podcast every week to kind of break down film like he did when he was a member of the organization for their meeting. He uses the All-22, but he was on this week, and uh, this is courtesy of the Kevin Sheehan Show. And this is what he said about uh, this weekend. When they hold this ceremony to announce the next 10 for the 90 greatest, you're not going to be there for it? No. Why? I don't want We're having some buffering issues. Okay. Should I not ask anymore? Uh, I guess I'll just, just find the That's why. I know. Is this really happening right now? Yeah. Sorry. Right. Are we done we'll with this on. conversation? Here, let me just go to the end because the end is really what he says. I mean, he's buffering. Yeah, I know. The Washington Redskins. At this point, I don't have a lot of desire to be involved with the Washington Commanders. Because he says it's he not the team name. But. He says he has no desire to be involved with the Washington Commanders, and it's not the team name. So obviously, a lot more. People are coming out against this team and even former players. Yeah, the franchise is having poor leadership, so why would you want to be a part of it? Pretty interesting to me that he comes out and says that. But, I mean, also, was he going to go anyway? Because now he lives in a remote area of Wyoming. How do you get to an airport there? It's going to be hours to get to an airport. If he wanted to go, he'd figure it out. Yeah, I know, but he probably wasn't going anyway. Mm. If he went, it was for the fans. But there's going to be no fans at the game. (laughs) Because nobody goes to the games anymore because nobody wants to deal with Dan Snyder. Uh, But uh, they're in action this Saturday, Sunday, excuse me, 1 p.m. against the Packers. We'll have that game for you uh, with pregame from the Commanders Radio Network at 11 a.m. Packers favored by four and a half in this game. Yeah, this is a chance for uh, the Packers to make some uh, or clean some things up and get a win Uh, because I just – I don't see the Commanders winning this game with Taylor Heineke starting. I know he's not bad, but he's not good either. And I don't know. It's a home game, but there should be a lot of Green Bay fans there. And uh, I would go with the Packers, but it's not a game where you really feel confident about either team because Green Bay has just gone in this bad direction this year. And a lot of it's, and it seems like Aaron Rodgers, if you see any of his stuff, which seems to be how do you miss Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, you know, him and LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, it's a weird name to say. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue weird. But uh, they seem to completely disagree on how the offense should be ran. You know, he keeps saying he wants to simplify it, and Matt's like, what does he mean by that? Yeah. I think is what it was in the press conference. And essentially what Rodgers means is he wants to run the West Coast offense again and really get rid of the motion offense Uh, that they're running now in Green Bay to simplify things. And I think that kind of makes sense because they are a young team at receiver in their skill positions. 
But uh, that's kind of an issue that the Packers have. We'll see if maybe they go more toward what Rodgers wants to run or if they'll keep trying to run this motion and and not really have success with it. But uh, if that's the case, then maybe the Commanders get the win, but I just think Green Bay will figure some things out and, and get the win this week. I'm hoping the Commanders get the win. I am too, but honestly, I feel like this game could be exactly like last year's outcome at Green Bay, a 24-10 win for the Packers who yeah. were struggling but still had more talent than Washington, and that's why they were able to get the win. Yeah, that that will be something to watch for again, but you could tune in on Talk Radio WRNR 11 a.m. pregame, 1 p.m. kickoff as the Commanders host the Packers. It'll be uh, homecoming, so you'll get to uh, probably during the pregame show they'll have some former players on on the Wait, pregame they call program. It homecoming? That's what they they've always called it. That's crazy. I don't know. That's what they've always called it. What would you call it? I don't know. It's, that's just alumni weird. weekend. Yeah, that sounds better. Homecoming, it's basically homecoming. They're gonna have a dance weekend. too. <laughs> I mean, if they score a touchdown, dance in the end zone. Okay. All right. Uh, the, uh, let's. Get on to the next game. This High five. All right. Let's redirect this because we've got very let, not a lot of time left on today's show. Uh, Steelers on Sunday night football at the Dolphins. Tua's back for the Dolphins. Dolphins favored by seven in this. Uh, I think the Dolphins win this easily, but we'll have that for you. I believe 620 pregame. Uh, hey, give me Pittsburgh. You're taking Pittsburgh. Yeah, why not? If Tua's 100%, they roll. But I don't feel like he's going to be 100%, so I think it's going to be another competitive game, but I still like the Dolphins. Steelers just beat Brady in the box. I think they're going to roll into this one with some confidence to get a win. All right, uh, okay. Ravens-Browns. Um, I just don't think Cleveland will do much offensively. I feel like the defense has played well enough, and Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, that the Ravens can get this win. Uh, really, the key will be trying to slow down their running game. Um, which is very tough. And but I like their matchups in terms of the passing game. I think uh, Humphrey can have a good day on Amari Cooper and slow him down. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. But who knows? All right, uh, we've got a again. we've got a very intriguing matchup. Probably I would say the Fox game of the week, uh, America's game of the week. At 425 on Sunday afternoon from Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, as the 49ers host the Chiefs. 49ers getting some reinforcements as uh, they've traded for Christian McCaffrey. That's pretty big. And they I've read I read that they're going to get some goal line packages in for him. So he's going to play Sunday, and they're going to get goal line packages in for him and go from there. Yeah, healthy Christian McCaffrey and a healthy... Debo Samuel on the same offense. Boom. It is going to be crazy if the 49ers can figure it out. I already really like their defense this year, and I think that even though they're sitting at 3-3 three and three right now, they are one of the favorites in my mind for the NFC because I haven't really seen a team in the NFC really stand out compared to the AFC. There's I mean, the Eagles few. are the only undefeated team yeah, in the NFL. I, I guess you'd put them, but I put the 49ers right behind the Yeah, it's definitely Eagles. a weird league, or a weird conference, I should say, because following Philadelphia, there isn't really anybody. But I'd still, yeah, I'd probably go 49ers as the number two right now, despite 
their inconsistencies. Yeah. All right. Thursday night football last night. We saw a scoring spree. 76 points scored in the ball game. Uh, Cardinals win 42 to 34. Over. I uh, should have taken the over in that one. I said stay away from it. Cardinals scored 25 points in the second quarter. We know what Kyler Murray's doing right now. He's gaming. Good they got the him. day off. He's gaming. New Call of Duty comes out. We know how obsessed he is with Call of Duty. He's gaming after a win. Good for him. Can't blame him. Can't blame him either. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks for Josh Sims for coming on, talking to us about his team's win last night. And again, tonight, WRNR-TV on YouTube, Talk Radio WRNR-TV 10. We'll have Jefferson hosting Martinsburg. Uh, That'll be a 5.30 pregame and a 7 p.m. kickoff. Then tomorrow, 11.30 pregame, 12 noon kickoff as Shepard travels to Westchester. And then on the radio side of things, it's West Virginia at Texas Tech, 3.00. Noon uh, pregame show. For Colin Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday.